Hey everybody and welcome back to Twin Flame Love. This is your host Raina and I'm coming back for a part two. And I was just so excited that I couldn't wait to like do it on Monday or Sunday evening. So I'm coming back with a part two and I wanted to talk about red flags because I just noticed some red flags that along the way I was like I noticed it but I didn't really I tried not to think too much into it in the moment but it was like I'm gonna put that on a sticky note we'll come back to that I I ain't forgot that and so I was like I wanted to talk about it and then last night I was scrolling on Instagram on explore page and I saw this post it was a reel and I, I don't really know what made me click on it but I clicked on it Oh, I think it is mm. in the actual video. You know, it had love bombing, and I'm like, love bombing. What? Is, and it, so I clicked on it, and it was saying how a narcissist love bomb, and you know, it was some little thing. And the narcissist was saying that he wanted the girl to have his baby, or he wanted the baby to look like her, something like that. So I read the caption and it just really was, it uh, it just really took me aback. Honestly, I was mind blown, okay? Because I was like, so all those things that like, I put the pen in, I put on a sticky note, those things that I thought were red flags, but I, was, I just wanted to make sure because I'm out here trying to get you know, be open to receiving love, so I don't, wow, I do apologize, y'all, like, I'm so sorry, a loud ass car came by, then my dumbass neighbor out there playing with this gadget thing. He, he, <laughs> he been messing with that ever since it got warm outside. And he just come and started up for a minute. And then I, I don't know. And it's every day. Every day. I don't know. I don't know what. I guess he's fixing it. But what the fuck. Anywho. I do apologize. <clears throat> so. Like I was saying, I noticed, I'm sorry, I was reading the caption for the love bombing. And basically what love bombing is, is a narcissist. So he was a narcissist. And love bombing is a tool that they use to get you hooked as fast as possible. Get you hooked, get you entangled in their web as soon as possible so this guy last week was um he was love bombing and he was making it seem like i i kid you not i said this man is like move in ready and i don't mean like us moving in together but it was like the relationship was already going, you know what I'm saying? And I just had to catch up. That's what it was like. 
Like it was already going. I just had to catch up. Because you it was just babe, boo, and all this stuff. And to me, that's just something that is done in a relationship or in the steps leading to a relationship. Like you know those right there. You you own a brink, but you just ain't got no label, right? That's what it was like to me. And I just felt like he was, it was just too much so soon, right? We haven't even sat down and, you know, hell, just vibe together, have a conversation, get to know each other. And you talking about bad boo. So I didn't say anything. I said, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to watch and see where this goes. Where is he going? You know, because it's like, okay, well, maybe he just do the babe boo thing, you know, with all the females. And I'm like, um, I'm going to just sit back and see. You know, like, as time progressed, does does his approach progress? You know, now is he truly, because I'm like, is he trying to say we in a relationship? Like, it was confusing me. And I was going to have a conversation with him. Like, you know, soon, like, sir... You act like we're in a relationship. Are we in a relationship? Like, is it something I don't know? Because <laughs> that's just how I felt. Um, but they can love bomb swooping in with the love and the affection and things like that. But also just building together because... Ultimately, they want to, sorry, <laughs> they want to use you for whatever it is they want to use you for. And so then it made me think back to a guy I met in November. And I met him on Instagram. And it was a guy I had been following for a while, honestly, on Instagram. But I commented on his post one day. And for whatever reason, it caught his attention. I honestly, it I <laughs> it caught his attention, and he started DMing me. And so he lives here in the same city as me. So we met up, and but from the moment we started talking. He swooped in with the business plans. And and I mean, like, right away. Once we made that connection, you know, after a few back and forth in the DM, you know, he tested the waters. Then he dives right in. Oh, we're going to be going into business together. And, some, you know, us and us and us. It's when they start throwing around us. And I don't even know your middle name. <laughs> That's always alarming to me. <laughs> so it was just. And but this. These last two. It was. They did it so smooth. Where I had to sit back and kind of. Observe and question. Observe and question. Where, what their intentions were. 
you know, it always, it, it, it didn't feel right, right? But at the same time, you like, I'm liking, I'm sorry, I'm liking this us and we. That's the crazy part of me. I just discovered her. Her name is Tabitha. Um, she like that crazy shit sometimes. No, she does like that crazy shit all the time. But I be like, yo, we we can't go down that rabbit hole because we're going to end up miserable, sis. I know, you know, we want our men with a, a touch of crazy. But we don't, we don't want no full-on narcissistic psychopath or sociopath. We don't, we don't want that because this new guy, this guy I just met last week, he said, when I told him that I was scared and that, so basically I told him I was scared and that ba- I'm, I'm not ready and I'm sorry that I wasted his time. That was what I said. And he texts me back and he's like you don't have to be scared no don't be scared you have me and I support you what did he say you have me and I support you oh you're not going nowhere so you might as well get that out your head and that last sentence I said And it was like, not even like him saying, he's not going anywhere. It was, you're not going anywhere. So get that out your mind. And it was just the way that that was worded that made it even more alarming to me. Because it sounds like you're not going to let me leave. That's what I got from that. Just reading it that first time, it was like, hmm? You know, the first sentence, the don't you, uh, don't be a, uh, sorry, don't be scared. You have me and I support you. Sir, that should, that was just straight up game, right? I give him that. It's game. But you have me and it's like, no, I do not. I, another dude told me that. Last year? Yeah, last year. You know, I had him. He was, I was, you know, he was in my back pocket. Whatever I needed, wanted. But the motherfucker was so emotionally unavailable. Like, he made me realize how emotionally unavailable I was, you know? (laughs) He was terrible in the communication That's another story time, right? But he wasn't that bad. It was just, he wasn't there. He wasn't ready. But this one, that, it, 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 it did scare me. But like I say, it was part of me that kind of liked it because for whatever reason, I like my man with a touch of crazy. But just a touch, not, not. You know, the shit we be seeing in these true crimes and on Snapped, you know, where, the you know, it becomes abusive, whether it be physical, mental, emotional. So, and I've noticed men like to play on my emotions. That's where the abuse comes from. And if you've 
been dealing with a narcissist or have dealt with a narcissist, it is a form of emotional abuse. Um, and of course, some take it to physical abuse or, you know, but it is a form of emotional abuse and I could definitely see it. So I just, it was just really like mind blowing for me. And it's like, we have to pay attention. We have to be grounded in knowing who we are so that we don't fall for that kind of game. Because like I said, he was smooth. And had he caught me for five years back, I would have given him what he wanted. He's fine, just smooth, he a gentleman, you know, he's saying all the right things. But no. Like I just and it was scary. <laughs> it was a little scary. Like when I blocked him, I was low key scared. Well, I was low-key hoping, should I say. I won't say I was scared, but I was just hoping that he wasn't the crazy that I was picking up on. Because it was literally like, I think this nigga's probably the craziest one that I have met. Mind you, he hasn't even truly showed me his crazy. But I just, I just could feel it. It was just like something ain't right. And it wasn't. It's just he wanted to get me swooped up in his whirlwind of bullshit. And before I know it, I'm two, three years in deep with this man. Because <laughs> that's how it always happens with me. Because like I said, one, I'm associating sex with love. If the sex is good enough, he'll love me. That kind of thing. So, uh, we just pay attention. If your gut is telling you something's wrong, then something's wrong, no matter how small or big it is. Something is wrong if your gut is telling you to leave then please leave do yourself that service because you don't want to see what happens if you stay and now mine was just you know i was gonna fuck around and get swept up in his shit and now like i said we two three years down the line possibly fucking pregnant no or you know i got his baby no no i don't i i can see that shit clear as day that's all that was gonna come from that and that was gonna set me back i'm not trying to be set back i'm trying to progress forward so you know, and if you need time, that's fine. Because, like, I needed a minute. It's like, okay, I see it, right? 
And I want to make sure that I'm not being so closed off to the possibility that I let it slide by me, right? So I was trying, I was trying, but it was just something that was just very resistant in me. Like I wanted to open up, I wanted it to want to open up, but I I couldn't. And just thinking about it now, it's probably because of course the wall that he had up because he was only letting me in but so much of course and of course when you meet somebody new they won't let you in fully right but you know they're they'll let you in so far because they truly do like you like me and him I don't know I heard him say something about an older sister So, like, I don't, but that's all I heard about siblings. I don't know how many siblings he got. He don't know how many siblings I have. Because he just, and the lady said in one of the videos, it wasn't that video, or maybe it was in the caption, but she was saying that they, these narcissists that love bomb, they, Make it seem like they're interested. And now the thing that he didn't do was she said that um, they will interrogate you in the beginning. You know, but of course it's coming off as them just wanting to get to know you. They're just also enamored by you. Ah, really? Yo. You know, it's just that they're just so enamored by you that they just want to know everything there is to know about you. And they'll use this information. They take all this information in. They don't forget it at all. And then they'll turn around and weaponize it against you. Does that make sense? So, you'll tell them, you know, something you don't share with everybody your parents were abusive so you'll tell him that and then he'll tell you you know he'll bring it back and throw it in your face and tear you down with it and that's listen when you think about the process and these are the intentional narcissists um because There are subconscious narcissists or people who have narcissistic ways. I honestly believe. I'm no professional though. Um, But the intentional narcissists, the ones that go out and say, I'm looking for somebody to, you know, devour, basically. Because they will suck you Gerard, in whatever way they see fit, like, oh boy, he wanted sex, oh, he wanted it so bad, I know he could taste it, like, that's just how much he wanted it, and it was just, It's like, that's how bad he wanted a taste of my life. (laughs) 
not in a freaky way. I mean, he did want to in a freaky way. But what I'm saying is, you know, it's like a moth to a flame type thing for them. But I'm the one that ends up getting burned. You feel me? Like, that fucked up shit. Um... And I know a lot of people don't pay attention. And I mean, you can simply see that on on social media. Somebody posts a picture and the caption. And all the information you need to know is in the caption. And then you go into the comments. And everybody's asking questions that can simply be answered in the caption. Right? So, you're not paying attention. People don't pay attention nowadays. And when it comes to love, people are love blind and they ain't even in love. They just blinded by the fact that they won't love. And they won't see what's blaring right in front of their face. Because these red flags be so loud. And I see them, of course, I question Is it a red flag or is it me being paranoid and me not wanting to open up to love because I'm afraid to be hurt? And if you're unsure, take your time. Don't let anybody rush you into doing something that you are unsure of. Relationships, marriage, you know, don't let anybody rush you or force you. And you are not 100% sure within yourself of what you want to do. It's like, I didn't want to have sex. I do want to have sex, but I'm not ready to open up to him in that way. But he's low-key pressuring me because he keeps asking. No, I don't want to. I don't care How much you pressure me, you're not getting what you want, not right now. And I can't say. So you can either stick around and put in effort or you can leave. And I gave that man a couple chances to just leave. But he didn't want to leave because he wanted what he wanted. And it's like I just paid attention to things That I probably wouldn't have caught. Like I said, he was not really engaging into getting to know me. Who I am, what I like, what I don't like. He was him trying to give me a drink so I would loosen up. Mind you, I said I didn't want to have sex. And these are all ways that he was testing the waters. To see how far he would go. Would I let down my boundaries? No. Like. And when I asked him to bring me home. He brought me home. And by the time he got back home. He texted me. And was like. I I, thank you for spending time with me. I had fun. But I apologize if I made you feel uncomfortable. And. I was just like, oh, that's sweet. Or it could be all a part of his game. (laughs) I couldn't. 
Like, these were literally my thoughts, and this is how I'm thinking them. You know, it's like, oh, so sweet. Or is it? Uh-huh, I see you. Like, <laughs> listen, y'all, I just, I just want to say how proud I am of myself for one, even noticing it. You know, I didn't, I questioned it or whatever, but I did notice it and that made me slow down. And not do something that I was going to regret ultimately. I, I'm not trying to, even if it didn't last and he just got what he wanted. Well, now I've opened myself up to this man. I don't even know him. Or to even just further entertain this man. Entertain him for what? Because he's made his intentions clear. Very clear. I should have no questions. Which I don't. I'm just. Like. Wow. You know. I'm just really like wow. When I found. When I stumbled upon that post last night. It was just like, whoa. And I just felt like that was spirit just letting me know. Because like I said, I wanted to come and talk about the red flags. And that just gave me more to talk about. Um, I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. I swear he do it just to get out the house. I swear to God. Like. He ain't out there cutting the grass, y'all. He ain't edging the lawn. He ain't cutting the head. Head. Hedges. Just making noise. Anywho. But yeah, it just... It blew my mind. And I'm just like, wow. I could have literally been swept up in that shit. And I would have been so mad at myself. Because <laughs> sometimes they literally don't want to let go. And when he sent that text and I told you the sentence that had me, that was very alarming to me that you're not leaving me. So you might, you're not leaving. So you might as well get that out your mind. I said to myself, if he, if I give him some, And he decides that he wants to keep me around for himself. Like he's not just going to hit it and quit it. No wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. If he decides that he wants to keep me around and I'm entangled in a situation, possibly relationship, he's not going to let go. He's not going to let go. Not easily. Like, I just felt all of that within my soul. And it's scary, like, fuck. And like I say, that part of me, and like I said, her name's Tabitha. That's, um, 
my Scorpio and Venus that be wanting men to be crazy and possessive. And I honestly do like it. I ain't even gonna lie. I can't. That's just who I am. I do like it. Fuck it. But I don't need anybody who's gonna control me or tell me when and where I can't leave or how or what to wear. No, no, no. Just a little bit, just a little touch of crazy. You know, just that crazy is just like, that's me, that's mine all day long. I don't care who you are, what you're doing, but that's mine. You know, that. I do like it. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. I like it. Shit. Anywho. Um, yeah, I said, oh, if he gets something, he decides that he wants to keep me around. Which I highly do think he would. Mm-mm. I can feel the drama, the chaos, the negativity, the toxicity. I can feel the toxicity of it. And so don't talk negative about us. Us. First of all, I ain't said nothing bad about us. I just said I was scared. And who was us? <laughs> just confuzzled, okay? Like, who was you? I don't understand. So that part of me, Tabitha did want to entertain the nigga, but it's like, do you really want that headache? Because y'all, I had to do... I mentioned mentioned him briefly in um, the last episode where he was like almost a stalker. Like I said, he didn't ever show up to my place or nothing. But he was calling me constantly, just harassing me, harassing me. I, I'm so thankful that he did not begin to physically stalk me, you know, showing up at my house, finding out where I work and shit like that. I'm so thankful he did not. Because that was scary. And it's like and it was all cause I gave him some way too soon. Should've never gave that man none. Mm mm. He was trying anything to come over. You want some wine? And that's the other thing. Oh, I didn't tell y'all about, yo, these men out here, these dudes is a trip. So I had went to the gas station and I was standing in line and the man in front of me, he had been talking to everybody that was standing in line around, um, standing around. And I got in line behind him and he turned around, he said, hello, you know, I said hi, smiled or whatever. And, um. He was asking me about weed, I'm, you know, if I needed some weed. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good on that. And so then he was like, can I get your number? And I gave him my number, or I took his number. We exchanged numbers, fuck it. And um, before I left, because, you know, he had, he had, he had engaged me a bit. Enough for me to entertain him. 
And I got home and a little later on that night, I texted him and just said, hey. And we got to talking. And he was just talking about how he wanted a woman like me. Yo, I just can't get over these <laughs> these dudes. He um he was looking for a woman like me. I'm like, sir, how you even know you looking for a woman like me? You don't know me. Like, and I know they be spitting game. Yo, but what the fuck? You don't know me. And that be my thing. You don't know me. So how do you know you want any of these things with me? You don't know me. And he said he was at home. He was about to take a shower. And then he was talking about, oh, I wish you was here to take a shower with me. He wanted me to come over and chill. Um, and then I'm like, no, you know, no, turn it all down because I'm not coming over your house. So then it was so funny. To me, that shit, it tickled my soul. So then he asked, after I've turned down all his other invitations, he, he asked me, he said, you want some free weed? Yo. <laughs> I said, so you couldn't get me over there with your other invitations. So you're just going to flat out and see if I'm desperate enough to want free weed. Now, don't get me wrong. Of course, we want free weed around here, right? But at what cost? He said, we can sit in my truck and talk. And it was just something about it, y'all. And this was before I started watching True Crime again. It was something about it, y'all. He just, I said, yo. And I I did, I told him this. I said, that sounds like some shit where I'm going to come over there and my friends and family Will never hear or see from me again. <laughs> see me again. He's in banal. It's not like that. And blah, blah, blah. Sir, you give me the scene. You'll try to give me the smoke. And the next thing I know, we in 10 buck fucking two. <laughs> and I know that was being so extreme and dramatic. But for real, like, honestly, I... No. And he was talking about his um so that didn't work. So he was talking about how he wanted a good woman and all this stuff and then he told me that his I think it was his son and his sister had just passed away that week or that past week or weekend. And I don't know if I, I did say, of course, my condolences, that kind of thing. But I'm still not coming over, sir. I'm not coming over. He's telling me the kind of woman he want. He just want a good woman like me. Like, because, of course, he went back into this. It's like, good night, good night, good night. And I think, I don't think I ever talked to him. Again after that. Yeah, no. I never heard from him again because, of course, I was like, well, I, I mean, he cool to have as an extra plug, you know what I'm saying? Because I like to keep him on, <laughs> you know, keep him on speed dial because, of course, if one don't come through, it's another one, right? 
Nah, I ain't heard from him since. But when he said, you want some free weed? I said, no, no, no. I ain't that desperate, my G. <laughs> what the fuck? Or the weed laced with some shit, and then I wake up in the in the in the trunk somewhere. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no, it probably wasn't that. But just the way that they just try and get you, the way they try and just entangle you in their shit, and you and all they want is sex. They be going hard for it too. Like just don't. I know it's flattering and it feels amazing in the moment. Don't get me wrong, cause I was sucking up whatever the uh, old boy was, you know, putting down. All he bringing it out. He opening the doors and shit. Thank you. He buying the liquor and shit. Thank you. Telling me I'm cute and beautiful, queen. Thank you. But at the end of the day, for me, that shit don't mean nothing to me. Especially when I know your intentions are good or if I question your intentions. Mm-mm. It don't work over there. I'm sorry. It doesn't work. But I just... When you, when you see a red flag... And you know something's not right. Just follow your intuition. Follow your gut. If that person does say something that make your heart drop or make you go, you know, to make you question, like that sentence, you're not leaving, so get that out your mind. Excuse me? You don't tell me what I'm... How to do. Of course I'm going to leave. Well, for, of course I can leave. If I want to leave. So just. Be mindful. Be aware. Pay attention. And. Also I want to talk about this full moon in Scorpio. And just how it just revealed everything. It illuminated everything. Um, it brought shit to the surface that I didn't even know was there, and it just, it's like, now I can see clearly. I can see clearly now. And it's just, I, like, I, it's so cliche, I understand, but it's like, I see it all so clearly now. And I want everybody else to see it just as clearly as I do. But I know it's a process because I'm literally just getting here. Like, obviously, again, just getting here myself. So don't feel bad. It's Just know it's a process if that is the journey you're on. But it's just mind-blowing. That I can see it now. And I know what it is. I can identify it. And I can swerve left on that shit. Like, nope, it's not for me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not having it. 
what the fuck? But I also learned my worth, which is what I spoke about in the last episode. Know your worth. I recognize my worth now, and I'm worth so much more than I was giving myself credit to. I can see where I betrayed myself all for the sake of love, in the name of love, but it wasn't even love. It was, it, it, it was never love. I can see, like, it's, I'm really, and I know I'm, I'm repeating myself, but honestly, I'm just, I can see, <laughs> and it's almost upsetting, because, like I say, I can see now, and I, now I, I can also see the past bullshit that I fell for, ended up entangled in somebody's web, Shit like that, and it's just it, it. It's a little upsetting. Like, how could you fall for that? Like, what was you doing? But I have. I also forgave myself because I didn't know any better. Yo, like I, I didn't, and I understand that I was hurt. I was in a totally different place, and I just was. I just wanted to be loved wanted desired adored but i just went about it the wrong way and i had to forgive myself because it's okay it's in the past it's done now but what i can do is not one is one to not allow it to happen again to stay true to myself and who i am and what i want and knowing that what I want, I true, truly deserve. And it is out there. I can feel it. It's out there. I can feel it. And you know, that was a test. And I'm going to keep getting this test over and over. Now, I may have, I may, I may have broken that cycle, though. I've been seeing the, the nine nine nines and the ten tens and the one one ones and things. Because I'm just, I was thinking, I said, okay, this is a test, right? And I didn't let it go there. But I did let it carry on for about a week. So does that mean I get another test where I make sure I nip that shit way, way in the bud? Like, don't even let it go on for a week? Or am I good on that test? Like, that that's over, over. For now, anyway. I hope I don't have to, have to be tested on that again. Honestly. I hope not. But I'm just so glad that I aced that test. I'm so glad that I can see now. I'm so glad that I was able to sniff out the bullshit before I stepped in it. (sighs) Like, y'all, you just don't understand. Because, mind you, it's just been narcissists using me for sex. And I know... I just say that because I just 
feel like it's not as intense as those who endure actual physical, mental, emotional abuse. Now, like I stated, it is a, a, a um, mental, uh, emotional abuse, especially for me because emotional, because um, that's just something very important to me. And it's like, I always want to be seen and heard. And the narcissists that I attract go out of their way to not see me, to not hear me. And you know what I'm saying? Like I said, they just give enough to where it feels like they do, but they really don't. I'm just... It's the growth for me because I just... I see it, I can feel it, and I'm just so, I'm just proud. I don't mean to brag, because it took me a while to get here, and I mean, I have been working hard internally to work to fix that shit, because I'm I'm at the point where I want love, I want the relationship, so now I got to do what I need to do to get it. Oh, that was rough, y'all. I promise. It was. And this weekend, like I said, not only did he come along, but he came along and the shit he was doing triggered me. And it brought up those memories of me ignoring what I wanted to give a man what he wanted. And staying in it. Even once I see that I'm not getting what I want, I'm not going to get what I want. And the lady uh, in one of her posts, or it was somewhere else I read, because, you know, uh, when I need a message, I'll be urged to go on social media. And I promise you, whatever it is I was thinking about, I'll have a question about, or, you know, um. Wanting answers, I'll go on social media and the, the answers will be there, um, like right there, like soon as I click on. Um, that's for me. It may not work for everybody. <sighs> mm. But she, it was um, about how narcissists don't change and how you want them to change so bad but they're not going to change and that's like and that's what I went through with the guy I was in a situation for 12 years and he would change something I mean of course he's changed in some ways but the ways that I truly wanted him to change, as far as he and I were concerned, there was no change. There was no change. And each time I go back, I'll text him. And it's no change. I could text him right now, ask what he's doing tonight, and possibly be able to go do, go over tonight, you know. Because he does work and all that stuff. And be, he be planning his shit out, honey. But... 
you know what I'm saying? Or he would make arrangements, whether I come over tonight, over the weekend, or next weekend, whatever. He'd be willing to make those plans. Like nothing's changed. It's like I never left. And that, that struck me too. Because that, that was struck me about him. Because that was always a thing for me. And that was something I realized realized recently. Was that I wanted him to change, but he never changed. I remember I asked him, what was it about me that he didn't want to be with me? He could, he could like I said, we were in the situationship and it was damn near a relationship right except now it's some things we don't do like we never live together type thing but other than that relationship right but he never gave me that label so of course I don't call it a relationship relationship it's a situationship and I would just, but he would give the title to the other females he would meet while still messing with me. Like he, I've gotten phone calls. That was when we were younger, but I've gotten phone. He's the only man, only dude I've ever messed with. Who, I've gotten phone calls from other females. Text messages, Facebook messages. And I always find it weird that I never knew about any of his other women. Of course, I knew that they were there. But I never knew, you know, names and all that shit. But everybody knew my name. They always knew my name. And I'd be sitting there like, how the fuck do you know my name? Like, <laughs> how you know my name? Damn. I always found that really odd. But he just he wasn't gonna change. I asked him what 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 was it what was it that he couldn't give me that that title, he couldn't go there with me and he just he couldn't give me an answer. He's like, I don't have anything negative to say about you. The fuck I didn't ask you that. I said, What is it about me? I even asked him, I was like, Why don't you and other guys and it don't want to be in a relationship with me or something and he's like well I can't speak for other guys but I ain't got nothing negative to say about you that's not answering the question and it got to a point where I went to ask him again the last time I did or, well, it would have been the last time, but I stopped myself to come together because I said, why do I keep asking you the same question when I already know the answer? Because I've asked you this question several times. And the other thing, and what really broke the straw that broke the camel's back with that guy, the situation ship, for 12 years was 
a couple years ago, my birthday came around. Now, I don't generally ask for much, but that's going to change. But anywho, my birthday came around and I wanted to see if he was going to say something for my birthday. Just, I just wanted to see if he was going to say happy birthday. That's it. Simple acknowledgement, right? So my birthday came and went. He didn't say nothing. Then the next day he texted me as if nothing's happened. I said, I'm mad at you. And he's like, for what? I said, you forgot my birthday. And he had the nerve to say, since when have I ever celebrated a birthday? I don't celebrate birthdays. So, pause, rewind. He wasn't saying that shit when I made him dinner and dessert for his birthday now he didn't ask for this and of course I did this out of the kindness of my heart but when he said that he didn't celebrate birthdays it's like since when because when you say you don't celebrate birthdays that means you don't celebrate your birthday or anyone else's birthday right So it's like you didn't say that when we, when I helped celebrate your birthday, made him lasagna from scratch, with a salad, garlic bread, made him brownies for dessert, with the vanilla ice cream, and had sex that night. Bomb ass birthday. He was just elated. But <laughs> all I'm asking for is a happy birthday. And no, that same year, I did all that for his birthday. Because his birthday's in July. My birthday's in October. His birthday came around. I did all that for his birthday. My birthday was coming. I was dropping hints. Like, oh, I love cupcakes for my birthday. You can give me some cupcakes or a car. Just something. Mind you, I'm telling him this. And my birthday comes. And he did nothing of the sort. Not even close. And it's heartbreaking just sitting back thinking about it now that I even stayed and put up with that bullshit. Of course, now when his next birthday came around, his birthday came around the next year. No, he got a happy birthday text. That was it. And he's like, oh, that was it? I thought you was going to send me some sweet message. No, I'm not long. I'm no longer putting that energy into you. And I'm not getting that energy by with that. No. That's not how I operate. I'm not going to give, 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 give. And I don't get nothing back. Eventually, I'm going to be like, yo, something ain't right. And I did. It was just like, no. And you know what's funny? Because on the twin flame journey, the twin flames within the dynamic have to, you know, you have your dynamic with your twin flame, but then you have a dynamic with a karmic partner or karmic situation or whatever, but for me, karmic partner, right? So 
there's the narcissist empath, right? There's the empath will always, not always, but the empath will attract a narcissist. And he was my narcissist. And I just realized now how the narcissist just flocked to me. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, wow. Like, it's just mind-blowing. Like, fuck. Okay. Now I gotta figure out how to keep them from even fucking with me. But I don't think I'll ever be able to keep them from fucking with me. I'll just have to know when one is in my presence and when to cut them off. You cannot give them anything. They will take it. And take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Till you have nothing left to give. With my situationship fellow, y'all, all I, I just wanted to love the little boy inside because he was so hurt. He was so broken. I just wanted to love him. I just wanted him to know that someone didn't love him genuinely. Flaws and all, unconditionally. But he, he wasn't having it. He's not ready. I don't know if he'll ever be ready, but... This weekend has just been very eye-opening, um, had revelations, downloads, upgrades, send it. <laughs> it was just the first time this, this, this Scorpio full moon was alright with me. It was intense, you know, she didn't have to do me like that though. You know, the Scorpio full moon, like, kind of beat me up and then hurt me at the end. But it's all good. I survived. I'm alive. I'll see the next full moon, Lord willing. Um, But I, that's all. I just want to talk to y'all about the red flags. I hope that helped. And I'll talk to you guys later. I'll probably come back and talk more about narcissists because of now it's making sense to me. I've heard the term before and I knew what it was, but now I know what it looked like, if that makes sense. So we'll probably talk further about narcissists. Until next time, have a good night.